let's begin. This is around the four hours she only tried 45 minutes. I'm not exaggerating. Try. There was a talk that I had with the Chavra and Yeshiva the other day. But I really, when I, when I was thinking of this, it came from two places. First of all, it was a reaction to a conversation that I had with one of the, with one of the Bachram, a very, very chosh of a Bachram, who was suffering, thank you, who was suffering terribly from some misgivings that he had hesitations about moving forward in his life. He had always dreamt of being a Rebbe in Yeshiva, of teaching Torah, and that because of his, because of um, his struggles with Shmir Sabris, thank you, because of his struggles with Kedushas Habris, Shmir Sabris, which has been ongoing since the time that he's in high school, to this day, there were some times that it was better, times that it was worse, but because of that he felt and he feels that he is disqualified and he's not Rory, he's not worthy of being a Rebbe, not worthy of being a teacher. So I was very I was very Sibrachan hearing hearing that and I've had that conversation with many, many Khavra over the years. His feeling of of his feeling of being damaged goods <coughs> is what's keeping him from pursuing that love of his life to teach Torah and others are, are being held back from other good things in life that they would like to do and I was thinking of that a lot and and I mentioned last week that since I'm Mitch I'm leaving this week to Yushalayim we won't be back for a few months so I don't want to start the next Chalik of what we're learning, so I wanted to give this is Chalik base of what we were learning last week. This is Chalik base. So, very, very quickly. There I spoke, there I was for, uh, when I spoke in Yeshiva, it was more geared towards the Bachram there. It's, it's on the YU Torah, and it was for an hour. I'm going to try to say much more of a Thompson's now. It's the same Yisod. You'll hear it's the same, it's the same Yisod. On the Pasik Nayakish Sadik Tamim Hayabadirisov the Medrash says that Kal Mishnema by Haya. Whenever it says Haya, that Lashan of Haya, so here it says Nayak was Sadik Tamim Haya Badirisov, he was. So Khazal say Klal that when Kal Mishnema by Haya, it means Mitchilasaiva at Saifa. Mitchilasava at Saifa. It means Haya, that Noach was a tzaddik from the beginning to the end. Haya. He was, that's who he was. So the Medrash there asks, I by Avram Avinu, it says in Yechezkel, Echad Haya Avram. Echad Haya Avram. It says the same lotion of Haya by Avram Avinu. And it's clear that by Avram Avinu he was not a tzaddik b'tchilasai. He was in his, he was in his parents' house and he was in Oivir Avadazar. There's a machlokes there. There's a machlokes Chazal Rishlokish Nabiyochdan. When did he recognize the Creator, so to speak? One opinion says three. The other says forty, forty-eight. But he was either he was a child when he when he came to that, or he was already middle-aged person when he came to that. But it's clear that he began his life as an idol worshiper. So the Medrash is asking, so how could it say, Echad Haya Avram? So the Medrash says, Umani Mekayim. So what does it mean? It says by Avram Haya, Shahaya Mesukan Lahadrich Asa'ilam Kulabitshuva. That over here with Avram means Haya, Haya that from the beginning. From the beginning of his existence, of his life, Hayim Masukan, he was established, set, sent by Hashem, whatever you want to say, to, to guide the world, to bring the world back to doing tshuva. 
So first of all, according to this Medrash, it sounds like Noach, there's a certain greatness that Noach had, that he was at Tzadim with Tchilas of Ad-Sifai, and that Avram Avinu was not with Tchilas of Ad-Sifai. So it sounds like this is going against all that we ever learned in the comparisons between Noach and Avram Avinu. And that Noah had this advantage in his sitkas that he was mitchilas of Asoifah from the beginning to the end. He was a tzaddik. He wasn't a tzaddik in the beginning. Hayover there by Avram means Masuka and Lahadrichis Kalam Tchul. Aleph. Beis. The Gemara says in Yuma Davchav Beis Omid Beis. Neymalo Nimshucha Malchus Beis Shaul. It's a huge question. How come the Malchus of Shaul HaMelech, our first king, how come it was unsuccessful? Why didn't it work? Malchus Beishol. And the answer of the Gemara is very, very surprising. Meaning that Shaul HaMelech was too good. Shalahi Bashum Daifi, he was he was a person that was very, very close as human being could be to perfection. And the Gemara goes on and says, because you really can't you can't have a leader, unless he's a person that has a kupa, like a box of shrotsim, of crawling, creeping, horrible little things in a box, meaning that he has some skeletons in the closet. Exactly. It's the Gemara's way of selling, saying that he has skeletons in the closet. And therefore, the Malchus of Shaul couldn't work. Shaul HaMelech, <coughs> Shaul HaMelech was not such a person that had a Kupish al He was a person chained by Daifi. And the Naim HaMelech says, there's a long piece at the end of Pashas Nosso, and the Naim HaMelech, you have a chance to see that. And there the Rebbe Melech explains that since the tafkid, the, the job, the responsibility of a manhing, of a leader, of a parnas, of a leader, of a king, of a Rebbe, of a parent, of a Jew, of a manhing, is what is to be able to reach every single Jew, not just the top guys, but to reach every single person. It means that he has to be able to be someone that understands all that they're going through, including some less pleasant things and unseemly things, and sometimes even creepy and cruelly disgusting things that they're going through. And since Shalom Elch is called in Navi, Bechir Hashem, the one who's chosen by God, the Bechir Hashem, and Navi describes him as a person, as Mishich Maivamala Gavoy Mikola Om, that he was a he was taller than the rest of the nation. Tall here doesn't just mean in height, although he was, but it means that he was beyond. Ben Shona Shaul B'Malkai. It says in Pesach that Ben Shona Shaul B'Malkai, it's a strange lotion, that he was a year old B'Malkai when he was king. So Rashi explains over there. What does it mean that he was Ben Shona You want to say that, that, that he was ruling for a year, say that he was ruling for a year. What does it mean? Ben Shona means it sounds like you're a year old. Not that it was one year that he was ruling, but he was a year old. Ben Shona. So Rashi says, Ki Ben Shona, Shaloi Ta'am Tam Chet. That he was so pure and so innocent that he was like a one-year-old that never tasted sin. Now, we would all want that in our children. But it disqualified him from being king. That's exactly what the Gemara says. That since, like the Rebbe Melech explains, that the tzaddik, the mandik, the Rebbe, the teacher, the leader, the parnas has to be a person that's able to reach every single Jew, because Hashem Hashem's wants every single Jew. Hashem Hashem's doesn't have a school from its yonim. You understand that? The Rebbe Shalom has a school for every single Jew. That's his Bishamadrish. Other people have different ideas about their schools. But the Rebbe Shalom's Bishamadrish is to reach every Jew. And there are Jews that are sinning. That's the world that we're living in. So there are Jews, there are many, many Jews, unfortunately, that are sinning. And the Rebbe Melech explains 
that a manhig, a tzaddik, has to be able to understand nefesh hachaytes, the soul of a sinner, to understand what that feels like. What does it feel like? What does it feel like? You know, saying kriyishma alamita, after you did something you shouldn't have done, or you looked at something you shouldn't have looked at. A person has to understand that in order to reach such a person. <coughs> so Dovra Melech, although we, we don't understand his Madragas at all, but Dovra Melech it's clear that he had a Kupish Shoshwatsa, that he wore. He had skeletons in his closet. Again, only what it says in Tanakh. And the Chazal themselves are never, ever, ever ashamed to talk about our tzaddikim. My wife was showing me that uh, she showed me on her phone that there was this whole thing now that there was somebody that was showing a picture of, of Beis Yaakov girls from the 1930s or someplace in Europe and they were sitting around the table it was, a, it's, it's, it was in a pamphlet by, by an, early, an early Beis Yaakov fundraising thing to, to help get things going over there and all of these wonderful young women who most of were killed I guess in the war they were sitting around the table and they were reading books and talking and all of them are, of course, dressed in typical Beisakov style. The problem is that there was a woman that saw this and she had the original photograph. They were all wearing short sleeves. Mm-hmm. And they were all wearing bobby socks. It was photo... What's it called? <laughs> Photoshopped. <laughs> all Photoshopped. Yeah. Sh- which on so many levels, on so many levels, is, is very, very dangerous. And very, very dangerous to rewrite and to change and so on and so forth. So... Dovna Melech, but told in Tanakh what happened with him. Mechazal, don't spare any words. And he had a kupa shoshrotzim. Again, we're not judging Dovna Melech. We love him. But he had a kupa shoshrotzim. He had a past. He had stuff. And the Malchus of David is not just that Dovna Melech, that he, was a, that he was a successful king, but his Malchus is Malchus Kalelam, his Malchus based David. And the Gemara says in the first pack of Odazar, Hakim Ailus Shuva, that he was the one that lifted up the whole world of Chuva. Dodamach is the Kirk of Chuva, Tehillim is the Kirk of Chuva. Every single Bachuva, every single Jew that wants to come back to Hashem's book has to have a Tehillim. You can't go without Tehillim. That's from Dodamach. So let's go back with Noach and Avram Avinu, very quickly. So Noach is Tadik Tamahayib Dairai. So Lamaisa, Noach was at Tadik Mitchlas about Seifer. He was unbelievably unsuccessful at changing the world. He had no success in that. And again, Chazal is clear, and the Torah is clear, that he was not successful. He was able to save himself and his family. And when, and when the Pasuk says, Tzadik Tam Hayyib and we're told by Chazal it means, what disqualified him was his Sitkas and his Tamimas. It was the reason that he couldn't save the world from being submerged in that filth that they were in and ultimately being destroyed by the marble was that because he was a tzaddik what? mitchilos avat like Shaul HaMelech such a person mitchilos avat he could not understand the soul of the generation that he lived in he could not understand the people that he was with that he saw he couldn't understand them he could have Rachmanis maybe Chazal he could have davened more but whatever it was to understand the nature of the sinner, like the Rebbe Elamelech says that a tzaddik has to understand, he wasn't in that place of understanding on his madrega. So because he was a tzaddik, how would he be able to lift up people who were at the bottom? He didn't understand that. Not only that, but when it says in Pasuk, as a lekim is halach noyach, that Hashem Shboch walked Noach, so Rashi Yonah says, Shahayitzarch, Saad Latamcha. Shahayitzarch, Saad Latamcha, which means that the truth is that the Madragas that he reached is because Hashem Baruch wanted that there should be one tzaddik in the world. And Hashem Baruch helped him to be that tzaddik that was pure and innocent because there needs to, Hashem Baruch wanted to retain creation. And therefore there was this one person who Hashem helped to be untouched by the filth. So he had this special siyat deshmaya that he himself really didn't <laughs> struggle with to earn. It says in Pasik that Hashem Hashem Hayasalakim is Halak Narak and Rashi says, Shayatzar Sad Latanchai. Which means that his greatness to a certain extent was a matnas from Hashem, was a gift from Hashem. That Hashem's Baruch wanted to keep that 
one piece in creation that would not get defiled, that would not fall into the into the sewer, and that Noach was held up and propped up by Hashem <coughs> to be that tzaddik, tamim. That would be that would be uh, higher than the than the storm that was going on. Now, when we come to Avraham Avinu, it's mamish. Everything is the opposite by Avraham Avinu. Avraham Avinu was sent into the world. <clears throat> we just lay in Vayikvashon b'Shem Hashem Kel Olam. Vayita Avraham Eishel b'Be'Eshava. And when it says, And the Vayakri means, That Avraham Avinu was handling all day long, he was Isaac with the lowest, lowest people on, on earth. The lowest people on earth. That's, those were his people. Those were his chevra. Those were the, those were the people that Avraham Avinu and Sarimena were, were dealing with day in and day out. Kol oiver v'shav. Kol oiver means doesn't only mean people who are going by. The Swarim say kol tefeshal. All the tzaddikim say oiver means oiver. Every bala veira doesn't mean pass just passing by. Every bala veira v'shav. That Avram would teach them how to come back. Vayikras vayakri. He taught people that there's a rabbanishlam. He brought the world up mabish from the lowest place. Shachnisan taches kan feashchina. And therefore, it's a nefesh asher also b'charon, asher also is malay alem achkosu kiilu asom. They, Avram Avinu was and Sarah Avinu were creating, were bringing people mamish from nothing, from nothing. And that's what Chazal meant when they said that, I it says by Avram echad haya Avram. So what does it mean haya? Shahayim mesukin lahadre chayelam kula b'tshuva. That Avram Avinu's soul was created to bring the entire world to do tshuva, to bring the world back to Hashem's bar. And in order for him to be qualified for that job, Hidafka did not get Hashem's help. He wasn't propped up like Noah. It wasn't Esalakim, his halach Noah. By Avram, it's, it's by Avram, it's the opposite. It's a lach, it's a lach to the front of. It was the same pasuk. Vehayei samim. His halach lefonai vehayei samim. His halach lefonai. Just the opposite. Avram Avinu was brought up in a place that was in a world in a home that was filled with everything that was disgusting. With everything that was there, and his parents, and that, and he went when he was when he was in school. He went to he went to nightclubs and he went to movies, and he had and he had, and he had iPhones and Androids and he had, I don't know, there are a lot of other all these different things and he had t- Twitter and Facebook. I remember being a mamish mamish came from everything that was there at that time, but because he was masukan. That Davka, because that's his job in the world, that's what Hashem Isbach created him for. Hashem Isbach did not just lift him up and make him to the tzaddik, like Noah, the tzaddik that's above everything and that's not touched by anything, he's able to save his own skin and go on a boat and make it to the end zone. But rather, Avraham Avinu was mamish in the trenches. And because Avraham Avinu was created in order to be in the trenches, Hashem Isbach did not did not take him out of that. He had to feel what it's like. He understood the nefesh, the soul of, of people who are struggling with all of those things that I just mentioned. He understood. He understood what it means to struggle, to live that kind of a life, and to feel disgusting with yourself, to feel that you're the lowest person in the world. <coughs> and therefore, from Ravina was Davka wanted him to be raised, not on a on a on a teva, or not separate from everybody in a forest building a teva, but that he was that Avram Ravina was raised mamish with Avdevadazar. Well, all the lowest and that he began to search, he began to think, he began to wonder, and he was, either he was I'll talk about the age in a second of the child, he began to think about, about the creation, about the Bria, and it took him, according to the simple pshat, it took him years and years, which is Rabbi Yechina, it took him years and years until he actually became Avram Avino, until he heard a word from Hashem, he was already an old man, until he began to hear something, he was already an old man. But all of those years, he was he was fighting with the lowest things that existed. He, that that was his that was his neighborhood, that was his family. You have parents. You have you have in the neighbor, in the community of the Balachuva. They're especially they're very very tzibrachim because their parents are not shemeshavos. So what do they tell their kids? It's like what do Avraham Avinu tell Yitzchak Avinu? Well, how do I explain my parents? You know, they're coming over for a Shabbos. 
They, they came with a pull-up truck filled with idols. You know what I'm saying? How, you, how do I explain this to my How do I explain this to my kids? It's like a, this is serious avodazara. And there was Gilly Rice, and she was done with Chazal Talis. It wasn't just the Talis and avodazara. And and Tarach, they're nice people. Tarach says, can can we have, can you bring over the family a little bit for Shabbos? We're not talking about Chalvi Yisrael problems. You understand? <laughs> this is worse than this is worse than Chalav Akum. This is worse. This Akum. <laughs> Not Chol of Akum. Akum. And then come for, Sh- for Shabbos, you want? Uh, listen, Yitzhak, you know, uh, uh, so from, they didn't, they didn't go to the same yeshiva that you wanted. This is terrible. So Avram Avinu. Avram Avinu, you've heard this many times before. People have used this already, this line, but it's true. He, his kids would never be accepted to any of the yeshivas now. They would never take his kids to the yeshiva. What kind of grandparents, what kind of family you come from? And what about you? For Shaduchim, for anything. There was a girl that wasn't accepted I dealt with years ago, and Rav Pam got involved, and I mentioned the girl, they wouldn't take him to certain Beis Yaakov in Yishalayim, because when she was 12 years old, she went to a co-ed camp. They wouldn't take him to the Beis Yaakov, even though afterwards she, was no, she had no shyness to such things. But she, when she was a little girl, she went to a co-ed camp, they felt that it wasn't something that they could take into their school. And Rav Pam said to the, to the uh, headmistress over there in Yishalayim, he said, you are a Sidalit in din. You're going to have to say that to Kodesh Baruch that you didn't take this child in. Baruch Hashem, she turned out to be an unbelievable person. She's already many years ago. But they wouldn't take her in because she had on her thing that she went to a co-ed camp. Because she came from a more modern family. So she went to a co-ed camp. But she, she, she was sent to camp by her parents. And so what? So what? She's now bringing many, many girls back to Kodesh Baruch Because she had those qualifications that maybe was part of it. Because she remembered a little bit when she was younger, before she was purified, and before they toiled into, into some mikvah and they made an ad, and propped her up as somebody that's perfect, and then never sinned in her life, and everything is perfect and beautiful, and uh, we only take perfect people in our school, and so on and so forth. So Avram Avinu, listen to Besamedrish that would later on become Dovid Amal's Besamedrish. Dovid Amal said, "Alam da paishim My job in the world is to teach paishim. The lowest sinners, a peshay means somebody does it intentionally. Alam da peshim da kercha da chatoim elach yeshu. Because Dovid Melech was Dovid Melech went through all that he went through in order to help other to help Jews return to Kadosh Baruch Hu. Therefore, Dovid Melech himself had to struggle with with the darker side of of creation, because Dovid Melech's neshama was created to be that which would bring many, many, many people out to this day until Mashiach comes as Dovda Melech. So now we can understand this an amazing thing. Listen carefully. <coughs> so even though the Lashon of Hoya, Chazal said a cloud, that Hoya means mitchilas of That's what Hoya means, from beginning to end. And then the Kash is, ah, it says in Yechezkel, Echad Hoya Avram. That's the Kash. Now Avram had a past. That's the Metzius. Nobody's, nobody's saying he didn't have a past. So he had a past. He has skeletons in the closet. So how could you say about Avram, Echad Avram? And what does that mean to the Klal? That Echad, that Hayah rather always means what? Mitchos Vat Or the other name. It doesn't mean that or it doesn't mean that. Mm-hmm. But now we understand it's an unbelievable thing. How could we explain, according to the opinion, Let's first begin with the one that's 48. He was 48, 40 or 48, right? He was, he was already a, a grown man. Where's the Ritzifus of, of pureness? Where's the Mitzchalas of Atzayfah? According to that opinion, when he, when he, only when he was 48 years old, or 40 or 48 years old, he was Makiris Abayi, right? When he was already a, a, a middle-aged person. So when Chazal say, Mani Mekayim, what does it mean when it says, Vahayya by Avram, Echad Avram, and Chazal say, Shahayya Mesuhayya, it means, I think that it means, that what Chazal is saying is that you should know that from the beginning, from when he began to think about God, when he began to think about about that Indian of, of a Bari Olam, even though at that time, when he was young, he was still going to the going to the clubs and in, 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 uh, together there in Tarek's uh, neighborhood and in Urkaznim. He was still part of the world of Urkaznim. And he still had Avadazarvas in his room, but he was already mishaited. We'll see the Rambam in a second. He was thinking, he was looking, he was trying to figure out what's the truth. 
And he had to try over those years living in the craziness of Urkazdam. He had to he had to fight against Mamish and to try to figure things out and to and to try to understand what's going on. It sounds like all of the years of struggling, all of the years of working towards that, are mitzayif to make it mitchilos avad zayfei. You understand what I'm saying? That Hashem's what counts on the cheshbon, not just when he was when he got to that place and everything was gewaldig. Not just when you're perfect now you're qualified to teach. No. Just the opposite. The reason that Avraham Avinu had the ability to bring the whole world back to Hashem is because of all of the years that he was trying to get out of the filth himself, to get out of it, until finally, finally, he was already 48 years old. 48 years old. He went through all of those years in Orkazdim, living that way, and trying to figure things out. So this is called by Avraham Avinu, look at the Rambam. It's a famous Rambam. Beginning of Hilchas of Adazar, really, it's the whole history of, of Amuna. It's a very famous Rambam. I'm sure you've all seen it. I'm not going to go through the whole thing. You know, it's good to read it over. When you, to, anyway, it was this time of the year. It's very important to read over. <coughs> but it happened to the world. The world started off with the Baruch Shalom and Adam and and then and then it wasn't so long until it was all of Adazar. So the Rambam is the Rambam. The beginning of Hilchas of Adazar is tracing the history of Amunah Yisrael, like what went wrong. What went wrong, and how did it change? What happened? How did how did everything get lost, and and then how did it turn back the other way? And, and this is where we are now. How did we get to this? So in Halacha Gimel, the Rambam writes, "Came Shenigmal Eisen Zeh." Talking about Avraham Avinu, actually go up uh, uh, go up two sentences, a sentence or two before that, right before Gimel, in the Rambam. I will tsura He's talking. He's talking about all the Avodazar that ever got lost in Avodazar. How they got lost in Avodazar? That's the beginning. What happened to them? What happened? But then he says. And the world was going and going and rolling lower and lower and lower, further from the truth, more of a desire and everything else. Until the pillar of the world was born. Once he was weaned from nursing, was a small, three years old, whatever that was, he was a kid. You hear the Rambam is making this not a machlaikas. One opinion, Reish Lokhi says he was three. Rabbi Yochanan says 40 or 48. He was uh, older, right? The Rambam doesn't let himself get caught up in this machlaikas. What he says is the Rambam is as follows. It's not a machlaikas. He began thinking about changing, about something like this is not right. He began when he was three. But he only he only came to that like this is it, and he changed his life lemaisa when he was when he was older. He was thinking day and night. He was thinking he was a genius. He was a big philosopher. He was thinking the Rambam talks about genius. How can it be the world is like this? And who's running the world? He's had all these thoughts. Can't run itself. He didn't have a malamid. He never had me. No one telling him anything. You hear what it means? He wasn't just living in Urkazdim. He was mushka. He was completely immersed in like downtown Urkazdim. Mamish. He was mushka Urkazdim ben oivde avodizara hatipshim. That's where he lived. everything. And we're going to make stories about the tzaddikim and so on and so forth, like they did, like they do nowadays. They've always done, but more so now than ever before. You mean writing them perfectly in books? Everything is perfect. Mm-hmm. Never had a yetsahara. Never did an avera. There was never any problem. For who are your oivedimohen? In other words, there was never a struggle. There's never. It's a world full of noachs. Save your own skin. Let the rest of the world sink. You're perfect. Mitchlosavad seifer. So, 
But Vilibo, but in his heart, while he was doing all the bad stuff. But Vilibo Mishoitet, his heart was sailing. Mishoitet, or Maven, at Shehisik Derech Emes. But he was already 48 years old. At Shehisik Derech Emes, Vehaven Kavat Sadik Midaita Henechoina. And then he came to the conclusion that everybody's making a mistake. Now don't wait, don't put it away. Now look in Hagos Maimnis. You see where I circled Aleph? Right underneath the Rambam. Hagos Maimnis, right? So he's going on the Ravid. Now the Ravid brings right over there. You see, let's look at the Ravid first. Look at the Ravid. The Ravid says, The Ravid says, so we have one opinion that says he was 40, that's Rabbi Yochanan. The other says that he was 3, that's Rish Lokish, right? Right? That means the first three years of his life are not counted, because then he wasn't, according to this opinion, he wasn't yet uh, doing anything, thinking about God. So it comes out, Ekev Avram Shoma Bekoyli. Ekev. So that's 175, take away 3. So 172 is Ekev. Avram listened to me for 172 years, not 175, because he only started when he was 3. That's the, that's the, the rivet brings. Now look at Dagos Maimonis. Hinenuchel Lekayim Gam Divrei Reish Lokish. Dagos Maimonis says it's not a machlokish, Reish Lokish, Rabbi Yochanan. We could live with both together. Why? Hinenuchel Lekayim Gam Divrei Reish Lokish. Doma Ben Shol Shonim Hoya. That Reish Lakish holds that he was three years old. Kilakam and Bagor. Shuhumayna mishehischil shoyte b'machshavtoi v'lach shoy b'boyre. Because Reish Lakish counts not from when he actually became a tzaddik. He says we have to begin counting his tzidkis from when he started to work on himself, when he started thinking. Even though he was still he was still on the on the iPhone all day, but he was already thinking about it, and he was working on it. So Ekev Shoma Avram B'Koyli means that from the time that he was three years old he began to think about and it's already called Shoma Avram B'Koyli. I, for the next 40, 37, you want to say that's 48, not 48, for the next 37 years he's still going to the clubs? Because <coughs> he didn't change till he was 40, that goes my saying. Kessler Mishnah says the same thing. He didn't change till he was 40. That means for 37 years... For 37 years, Reish Lakish says he's already called Hikaris Bari, he's already working on Hakaris Bari. And he was Meshoyti, he was sailing and searching during those years for Hashem Esbarach. That's already called Echad Hoya Avram Mitchilos of Atzaifai. That means Hashem Esbarach counts on the Cheshbin the 37 years when he was still going to the movies, you understand? Because he was Meshoyti Bedaita, because he was searching and looking and trying and trying to get himself out of that. Because Hashem Esbarach created him to bring the world to the Jews. And since he has to bring the world to do tshuva, it means that he himself has to know what it's like to be an ervid of a zara, what it's like to get, what it's like to turn your phone off, what it's like to break from all these disgusting habits, in order for him to bring the world back to the tshuva. Therefore, Hashem Zorach says, "Echad Hoya Avram." He was unique, and the Hoya is mitchlos about sci-fi. And there's no machlokes Reish Lakish Rabbi Yochanan. Reish Lakish is focusing on what on the beginning, and the beginning was when he was three. And the end, the end is when he was, when he finally came to that place where it was clear, so to speak. By then, it's already forty years old. Now, the fact that it's that it's machlokes veishlokes and rebbeuchin is unbelievable. I see you're already thinking about that. That is davke veishlokes is the one who said that ben hikir ben gimel hikar from his bayrei, because everybody here knows that veishlokes himself was about shuva. Not only was about shuva, but in the machlokes he had in the gemara bava that tells the story about how he was jumping across for a girl, he was jumping across the whole Maisa, and where he came from, and then and that, and that Bjorkin had said about him, such a lotion of Listorbilis, do you say that there's a certain child in Taharis, and, and, and Reish Lokis had his opinion against Rebjorkin, and Reish Lokis, and Rebjorkin said, ah, he understands the Metzies better, because he's an old Ghanav, because in his earlier life, he, he, was, he, he was on a, uh, he was part of a group of, of, of Rishoyim, of, of, he was in a gang, he was part of a gang, and therefore he was a barkeep in, in Listias. And since it was Nogayat, a certain question in the Mitzis that had to do with the whole Maisa there in Taras, the water, whatever it is, and, and Rabbi Yochanan conceded, uh, my brother, Rishlokish, 
when it comes to when it comes to gazelas and Ganevis, <laughs> yeah, he he's the maven. He knows this stuff. Rabbi Yochanan says, I, I, I was, you know, I went to Cheder, I went to Yeshiva. I, I know this stuff. But my brother-in-law is Lakish. He's a uh, he knows this stuff. And 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 then the Gemara goes on to tell us this very touching thing. So you know what happened that, that, that when when Reis Lakish died, Rabbi Yochanan couldn't be consoled, right? Yeah. He was in consult. He couldn't be consoled. And the, the Gemara tells us. That that he was saying, Hecha at Balakisha, Hecha at Balakisha, Oi, where's my stockish? My stockish died. Rabbi Yochanan couldn't be consoled. Hecha Balakisha, Hecha Balakisha, Oi, Balakisha, Ben Lakish, where are you? Where are you? So the Gemara there is telling us that Rabbi Lozim Ben Pedas sent, uh, because he saw that that Rabbi Yochanan was, was mourning so deeply over the loss of Rabbi Lakish, he sent there a big Tamachacham. Uh, that would bring rise to the Torahs of Rabbi Yochanan, a tiny the Messiah, right? To help him with bringing rise. And Rabbi Yochanan didn't want that. Rabbi Yochanan said, you don't understand. It's because, it's because Reish Lokish, every Torah that I said, he, he knocked it down with 24 kashas, right? He was fighting with me every step of the way. And because of that, the Gemara says, I was able to, we were able together to come, Rav we came to the Halacha. Because the halacha is not simple. It takes fighting. It takes going through mistakes. It takes sleepless nights. It takes going through things that are wrong and coming to what's right, but having to work things out. So Rabbi Yochanan said, you're sending me a yes guy? You're sending me a tiny missile? I don't want any tiny missile. I want Rish Lakish. And he died. Because Rish Lakish would scream at me and argue with me, slug up everything I said. And we fought it out and we came to the halacha together. Because that's what the real world is about. Fighting it out and coming to the truth. It's not about just the truth being put on the silver platter. It's fighting it out. It's, it's working it through. Until you get to Rav the Shmeitzel, until you're able to come to the Shmeitzel, to come to the truth, like Avram Avinu did. Not like Noah. Like Avram Avinu fought it out. Or Kazdim, 37 years plus, that he's fighting it out in Or Kazdim. And therefore, since Reish Lakish, Reish Lakish knew what it meant, kashas, steers, contradictions, all, looking for the truth, Reish Lakish was a sailing, searching type of a Jew. And that's how he came to become Reish Lakish. He didn't grow up like that. He grew up as a, as, as a ganav, as a thief, as a member of a gang. That's how he grew up. And he came to the truth on, on his own. So his opinion has been, Sholosh Hika Avram is he counts on the cheshman. He shows it begins when he's three years old. I, three, ten, fifteen, twenty. He still was on the iPhone. He's still doing bad stuff. He still had a girlfriend, Avram Avinu. That's what he's saying. But already hikar is boyray. Why? Because echad hoya Avram. Hashem created him to bring the world back to everybody in the world back to Hashem is and therefore he had to go through those things. Dafki had to go through those things. And that's why our generation has to go through these things as well, that there was never, ever, ever such craziness, yearness as our generation. And when Mashiach comes, our generation is going to be counted as Sadiqa Mitchilos of Ad that Hashem's Baruch wants us to bring other Jews back to him. He wants us to understand the children that are, that are having difficulties in school. He wants us to love the children that are Paikibah Briss. He doesn't want us to throw the kids out of the house if they're coming home late with a girlfriend. He only created this generation that we should help these kids. That's why we're here. To bring every Jew back to the Vanishon, not to throw them out. And we're better than Avram Avinu. This generation was created to bring the world back to Hashem Isbach. So we're the firm ones that are left in the world and we're throwing the kids out on the street. And this Maki coin had to, had to kill itself, and all the other ones that are killing themselves either quickly or slowly because they can't be accepted or they're not perfect enough. And no one's saying the truth that Avram Avinu wasn't perfect. He, he, David Melch wasn't perfect. But Echad Avram, Mitchilosavat Saifai, you know why? Because he was looking to become better from the time that he was a kid. And these chevra that are struggling, they're the ones that are looking hardest for the Baishlam. The ones that are looking hardest. The ones that don't fit into exactly the mold that they made in Hazoi. Everything is perfect. The, the, the ones that didn't go to a co-ed camp when she was 12 years old, she went to a co-ed camp, and therefore she doesn't get into your school. She's passed up for your school. The headmistress, what affairs did you do? And I've asked people this that threw kids out. I want to see. You show me what you did when you were 17 years old. And I once asked the Rosh Hashiva, you weren't Pagan Mabris? 
You look at me in the eyes and tell me what you were doing when you were 18 years old. And don't tell me that this kid is not good enough for your yeshiva. Don't tell me Andres. Talk to me in English. I talk English. Don't give me the Yiddish stuff. Talk to me straight. It's Mr. Andres. You don't understand the truth. You know the truth, what you were doing when you were 18 years old. You're no Baba Sali yourself. Don't tell me you're a Baba Sali. You're no Ribnitz, so you know about your Rebbe. You're a guy just like me, and all of us have had the same struggles. You're smart, you know how to say black and white. I respect you. But you're throwing this kid out, he's no good. He's not perfect. Echad Avram. took him for his sister, yeah? Who would take such a thing? You imagine nowadays. Reish Lakish. Ben Sholish Hik Avram is Boyra. Meshoite Bedaito. Because Avram is created to bring the world back to Hashem is Boch. And we were created to, build, to bring ourselves and the world back to Hashem is Boch also. That's why we're here. That's why we're here. And we understand that Avram Avinu had more than 24 kashas, like Reish Lakish says. Avram Avinu grew up with kashas and stevers. There were good days and bad days. That's how Avram Avinu grew up. And because of that, it says in the Zohar Kodesh that Avram Avinu was sent to the world to begin the Tikkun of the Chait of the Eitzadah's Toivara. And the only one who could begin such a Tikkun is somebody who ate from the Eitzadah's Toivara. And Avram Avinu ate from that tree. And because of that, he was sent into the world and the begin- to fix that, to help the world to come back to the Eitzachayim. But if you didn't eat from the Eitzadah's Toivara, the Bershom told Moshe in the Lech Reid, Kishich go down to the people, what are you going to do? You're their leader. They're the, the dancing around the Nagel Azov. You're standing over here learning to Yisrael. Go down to the people. Be with the people. See what they're going through. A Kupa Shel Shrotzim. Our generation is not a box of Shrotzim. He's got truckloads of Shrotzim. Everybody's carrying you around all kinds of Shrotzim, all kinds of crazy things. And these are the people who are Davke, that when they work their way out and they come through and they get there, that they're the most qualified to help other people get out. They have the greatest understanding. <clears throat> Not somebody who grew up in Abyss Medrash and everything was beautiful and fine in the Dalamas. The Klosenberg Arabi School Salon didn't understand, didn't speak a word of English, right? Maybe a word or two. But he understood human beings because he saw evil. You know, you know what evil he saw in his life? Do you know what the Klosenberg, what he saw in his life? He saw the Malcham He saw the lowest things. He saw what people could become. And he saw what Jews could fall into. The Klosenberger Rabbi saw such things. The Klosenberger Rabbi didn't grow up in, in B'nai Brak or in Lakewood, you understand? He didn't grow up in Bar Park or Williamsburg, Monroe with the five towns, uh, with his mommy putting him onto the school bus. He didn't grow up like that, the Klosenberger. And it was the same like that with the Rabbi Shafranks and Rabbi Yaakov, the Tzadikim, the Rosh Hashivas. They were real people that saw the world. And therefore, they knew how to give aids to people who were suffering in their marriages. And now you get a guy that he grew up in a marriage, he knows how to learn. And all of a sudden, some, you see, some guy's getting married, he's asking who he got married, he's asking the Shashi for aids in his marriage, and this guy's telling him stuff, Mamish, from outer space. What does he know about anything? Well, who, what base marriage did he go to? He learned Gemara, and he's at Kol Kavod, and he says a beautiful Shia, that's great. But he's giving Aces to, did he, does he know what it's like? To be that boch or that girl? And to be in a marriage and, 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 and to discover that your husband was looking at bad things on the phone, and now she wants to divorce him? And he's giving Aces to, who's he giving Aces? Where did his Aces come from? Rav Moshe Feinstein was a rav in Europe. People came to him with real-life questions. He, was, he saw that. People that were dying in poverty, people that had all kinds of tsaris, divorces, all kinds of things. The difference between a Rosh Hashim and a Rav, and a Rebbe that saw things with Lubavitcher, he grew up, he saw the world, and he understood people. It's a different mahalach. It's called Mitchilos Avad Seifer because Hashem's Baruch was training them in the base measures of life. And those people who grew up in the best measures of life, Rabbi Nassim Finkel, why did he have such an unbelievable, unbelievable, but he makes such a roisham? So they like to, everybody likes to talk about how, you know, he went to Ida Crown Yeshiva in Chicago. And he was, uh, and I know my friend, my friend told me 
that that he, that a short time before Rav Nosson's feet was nifter, he said to my friend Rav Moshe, Rav Moshe, there's one thing, and he said, I know I'm very sick. I'm not going to be here much longer. Do you think the Chicago Cubs will ever win the World Series <laughs> while, I, while I'm alive? That's what he asked me. He didn't make it. No, he didn't make it. He didn't make it. But do you think the Chicago Cubs... And everybody loves to tell these stories about Shomar Firefield. Why? Why is it that these are the books that are making such a huge rise? Why not the, the other books that stories with always everything's mitchilos of outside? Chavetz Chaim cleared the snow when he was three years old. He cleared the snow so everybody could walk and ride. The stories are cleared the snow. How come, they don't, how come those are not the bestsellers? Everybody, everybody, whoa. But they're not, they're not the ones that change your life. And none of the Photoshop stuff is, any, is doing anything. But when you hear, when you hear Rav Nelson Tzvi Finkel, and you hear a story about Rav Shlomo Feierfeld, people that we could relate to, people that went through things that we went through, and they were playing baseball and so on, they were on the, they were on the team, and they were on the whatever, basketball, baseball team, and they grew up as, as American kids and trying to... And you look at the... the It's not good to start saying names of the tzaddikim, especially in Eretz Yisrael, most of the biggest bali are the ones who grew up in America or in England, not the ones who grew up in in, in Eretz Yisrael. It's an interesting thing. I don't want to start saying names. But not the ones that that grew up in Kedusha and Tahara. Not to say that such a person can't be the Satmarov, but the Satmarov was was Kaddish... We can't afraid to to talk about him. He was an Ish Kaddish. The remnants of the Kedosh Elm, the Kozenberg also. But they, but they were, they lived through the darkest times, and they had to deal with with Gehenna, mamish with Gehenna. How you read about the Baba Rebbe, you can't believe that's the Baba Rebbe, the one that you'd see there, like by the Simchas Beis Shoeva, and 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 that was he was dressed up as a Nazi during the war, and like these, yeah. The only outfits that, the, that, that a lot of these the American machines, that, no, I'm not saying names again, I'm not talking about, I'm saying Bechlal, was pur, on Purim. But not in life. Not in life. So now we can understand, just give me another five minutes. Now we can understand that since the Indian of Avram Avinu was what? Was to be in the hate of the Yitzhadaz, And the moral says that the hate of men. Is, is, is the chait of Adam came from the chait of the Adama. And you all know that the chait of Adama is what? Is that the Tamha Eitz was supposed to be Ketama Pri, but it wasn't, didn't work out. The, ta- the, the, the tree has a bitter taste and the fruits have a delicious taste, and that was the sin of the earth. And the chait of Adam was drawn from that. Place. That's the, the moral says in Gray and Bracious. That's where, that's where it comes from. What does that mean? So Maral explains him. I've cooked and I said, True, all the Sadiq have explained. They say one Mahalach that. There's a difference between the emtsai, the way to get to something, that's called a tree, the way to get to somewhere. The fruit is called the end, right? Everybody, everybody wants to be deichikasakates. We want our children to be perfect tzaddikim. We just want the fruit. We don't want to have to deal with the stuff before to get there. That's called the tree. That's the fruit. The Bershom didn't make the world in such a way. Tama is pre means that you have to know that Ben Sholosh Hika of Romavinus as Baira, that, that that struggle that he had during the years of eights of the tree is as choshev and as beautiful and as deep and as amazing. And it's all part of what? The Tamapri. It's what led to the Tamapri. It's what leads to the taste of the fruit. It's what leads to the taste of the fruit. And because of that, we can understand that that the that Davke, that Avramavinu, that Avramavinu, that, that was Hika as Baira when he was three, and went through that whole mahalach of the Eitzadas Toivarah, that he was the one that's going to fix, to begin to fix the chait of the Eitzadas, that everything is mitztarif. And that's the simple that comes after Rosh Hashanah Kippur when it comes to Sukkot, which is Chag HaOsif, because the Chag HaOsif means an ingathering of all the experiences of life. And there's no time to, to go into this more, but I'll just end with this. There's an amazing thing that Medra says in, 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 in Emmer. Chazal say on the, on the Eswig, Priyat Sadar. Chazal say Priyat Sadar, which is the Eswig, Avram. Avram was compared to the Esrik. What's the Hadar? Because it says by an old person, it says by, by an old Hadar to Pnezokin. The Hadar So the beauty of Avramavinu, Chazal say the Esrik is called Priyat Hadar. Zavram Shahadri Akadjboruch Beseva Tavish Nemma, Avram Zokin Babiyomim, Uksiva Hadar to Pnezokin. And the only fruit that we know, the only fruit that we're the Tamates is what? Is Katama Priest. Which fruit? Is the Esrik. 
So Avram Avinu is called is called a priest hadar. Hadatu b'dei zokin avam zokin. What's a zokin? An old person zokin has all of life's experiences. The Gemara says to honor even even a guy that says zokin, right? Because why? Because he because of what he went through in life, he stand up also on the bus of such a person. So Avram Avinu is zokin babiyam. He's compared to an esrig. The beauty of the esrig is it creates hadar that it lives through like it's darbi ilano. The Gemara says over there it lives through all of the seasons. It goes through the winter, it goes through the fall, it goes through the summer, it's an esrig. Wow. And the beauty of the esrig is the bumps that it has. And by the esrig is the tamais. In other words, all the, it's not just when it finally became the beautiful esrig. It means all of the years when it went through to become an esrig. And what makes the esrig more beautiful is the fact that it has bumps along the way. And a smooth esrig is not a good esrig. It creates others with the bumps. With all the things that it went through to become an esrig. It's Darby Lonnie, it went through winters. It's not just the summer fruit. It went through winters and spring and fall. and the, It went through everything. Mitchilos of Atzai for the Esrik. And therefore, Avramarin is compared to an Esrik. Pre Yitzhadar. Because that's the Tikkun of the Yitzhadar's Taifara. Because the Yitzhadar's is what? Taifara is the Chait of the Adam of Adam, which is that the, that the way of getting someplace is not Chalashev. It's only when you get there. That's the Chait. The Tikkun of that is no. The way to get someplace. That's what Bereshit created us, to have free choice. It is as choshev, it is as beautiful as when you're there. And not to give up. It's the, it's the mahalach of getting there. Ben Sholosh and Ben Abarim. It's all one tchilos of Adzaifa. That's called Priyetzada. That's the, that's the fruit of the, of the Yazik. Now, Hashem's book should help us, that, that we should know this. And I told that, I, I told that Bach that you're more qualified to be a Rebbe than, 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 the, than, than anybody else. What you've been going through and you're struggling and you're making yourself into a Ben Taira and you have a Kupus Hashem, work hard, keep on working hard. Adarab, you're going to save many, many, many Jewish boys. You're not going to look down on these kids. You're going to be able to help them. You'll be able to understand them and you're going to be a Gavaldige Rebbe. Just work, keep on working. You're going to be the best Rebbe. Hashem Hashem made us to be the Rebbe's of the last generation of time. Every parent now, every, every one of us is a Rebbe for the end of time. And a Rebbe for the end of time means that we got Kupus Hashem. No, no. Everybody's got his Kupus Hashem. Our job is to try to, try to get better and, and through what we've learned over the years of Kupus Hashem to help our kids and to help our grandchildren to be better and to be Zerche to, to, to be able to greet David Amalek. David Amalek is going is to look at us and he's going to give us a little bit of wink. He says, you got your problems, I got my problems. But, but here we are. We made it. With the Gula Shavar Mitzvah, Amen, Amen, Amen. Twelve or nine, right here. Twelve or nine,